Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Fallon Siniscarco. She's a student at Unica University studying occupational therapy. She will be going to grad school in the fall to study the same. And I have Dave Roberts. He's a teacher, co-author of the book, When the Psychology Professor Met the Minister and a Bereavement Support Specialist. The question I have for you today, how do you know if your empathy is being taken advantage of? Dave, pick us off. This is a, another thought-provoking question. And one of the things that I came up with is that if the person you're empathizing with continues to take advantage of the, the empathizer and they mm -hmm. continue to like rely on that person for just about every every situation in that they need a question, they need, they have a question about, they have an issue with, and that becomes imperative on the person who has been the empathizer to establish boundaries to say, hey, look, you're draining my energy. I can't continue to be your go-to person and encourage them to use other resources, suggest other resources in addition to them. It's great to have more than, than one teacher and more than one person who can empathize because I believe what what that does is it also gives validation to the other, to the individual's concerns. So I feel today everyone is just so used to depending on their friends for advice, which of course is normal in growing up. You're going to go to your friends over maybe your parents for certain things. However, when it comes to knowing whether or not you're being taken advantage of or not, I think it's more so depending on, like Dave said, how often they come to that person and how much time you spend with that person. So when you're having a conversation with your friend and if that conversation is all about you and your problems and not so much checking in with your friend, I think that's the point of where there's a borderline of taking advantage of because even though you're there to seek you know, validation from your friend and get advice, it's important to check in with them. And if you're just focused on what's happening with you in your life, you may not have that support system later on when they're going through something and they feel like you're not supporting them as well. There's definitely something about balance in these kind of relationships, whether some kind of energy balance has to happen. And I find that I start feeling advantage of, to your point, Fallon, when they only call me when they need me. That's when it's like, okay. The other thing I, I had an example when I was in high school, there was a girl who was always mean to me, always mean to me. And one day in gym class, she came up to me and was like, Hey, do you have a quarter? I need to whatever excuse she had. And I was like, yeah. And I gave her a quarter. The next day she came and asked me for a quarter again. And I was like, no, because she was mean to me. And it was interesting that I was seen as an easy target in that way. And when, and there's something about being naive and being an easy target and people taking advantage of your empathy as well. But I think the other thing that what we know are being taken advantage of is where empathy becomes exploited. Either if, if somebody wants to, to sell me something for financial gain or they want to use our conversation to uh, advance a political agenda. That's when it also becomes to me very, very uh, exploitive and we're taken advantage of, which would also might beg the question in those situations, I mean, does true empathy exist in those? And it doesn't to me. Mm. It would be the question like we, we talked about with altruism. Is altruism fact or fiction? And we could use those specific situations where empathy becomes exploitive to ask a general question, is there such a thing as true empathy?
For me, I feel it could go both ways, whether or not there's true empathy or not. I think it just depends on the situation and who you're supposed to be empathizing with. Some people may have an easier time of empathizing with someone that personally relates to them, whereas someone who has a completely different situation going on, it might be hard to understand what they're going through. That may make it harder for them to empathize. I think what being taken advantage of is with being um, empathizing is that people will purposely go out of their way to make sure that their needs are being met before anybody else's, I feel today. And although it's important to focus on yourself, I think it's important to realize that we're all in a society here and you're supposed to help each other and build each other up. You can feel it when someone's taking advantage of your empathy because there's that imbalance. It feels like they're coming to you. You can feel it. You can just tell when you realize this is unbalanced, my empathy is being taken advantage of, then what? I think it depends on the person realizing how long it takes for them to realize, because some people might even try to gaslight people in the situations as well. If you're the empathizer and someone's coming to you for advice or help and you try to point out to them, hey, well, can we talk about me for once? They're going to be like, why are you making it about yourself? And they try to flip the switch and try to make it seem you're doing something wrong. So mm. I think you definitely keep an eye out for that because it might make it harder for them to realize down the road that they're being taken advantage of because they're just going to use that to their gain and uh, gaslight them. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing I think too, is that if we feel we're being taken advantage of, and we really feel like in that moment, we want to confront that to do it in a way where the person you're presenting as an observation where the person's at least going to listen to why you feel you're being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And just point this out saying what I'm getting the feeling that you know, this is what's going on and I feel, I don't feel comfortable with the situation right now. Do it in a way that that person is going to listen to it. They can certainly reject that observation, but at least they will consider you would have planted that seed for a potential future interaction down the road. I had a client who came to me once and I asked like, why are you here? Why did you come? And he, he told me, he said, I was talking to somebody about this and they said to me, I really think that that's something you need to talk to a professional about. I'm not the right person to help you with that. And I think you have to have a pretty good relationship with someone to be able to suggest that. Like I always say, people should not refer people to me by saying, you need a shrink. I know a good one. Like don't do that. That's not a good referral, but being able to say to someone, this isn't something I can help you with might be one option. I think it's hard also for people to come to the conclusion that they need professional help that might be hard for someone to admit mm -hmm. so I think oftentimes we'll obviously take the easier way of resorting to our friends I think definitely someone that can point in the right direction even though it might be blunt and harsh at the time I think it could be more beneficial to them down the road and they might end up thanking you I've had situations where friends have been coming to me too much and I have had to say to them you need to take that up with a therapist. It's inappropriate for me as yeah. your friend to go there. But that's also ethical practice too, whether you're a friend or as a professional to say that, look, I'm not the person, you might want to find somebody that's a little more qualified that to empathize with you on this particular situation mm -hmm. or to deal with this particular situation. Because many times, I think particularly with beginning human service individuals, they think they got to be all things to all people and they can't. We have to recognize our limitations and know this is a situation we can deal with, or this is a situation we need help with, or we need to refer to this. Because if we try to empathize in a situation where we're not qualified, or the, the person will then begin to see that they've been taken advantage of, and then it becomes a question of ethical behavior and ethical practice. And you can get compassion burnout. Absolutely.
And if you are an empath by nature and you're taking in all of this energy and, and uh, empathy, you're going to get burned out real quick unless you, you do some things to take care of yourself or find that balance. Dave, is there anything specific in the bereavement space? Because I feel like someone in the bereavement space might be primed to take advantage of someone's empathy just because they have so much need. Do you have any advice in the bereavement space how someone might be able to help someone without getting compassion burnout? This is what has been helpful is to be fully present for that individual story. I'm inspired by individual stories, but there's also a time where I can sense it in myself that I need a break where I'm beginning to get burnt. Mm. And it's just recognizing and saying, okay, this is structuring in as, as regular self-care, some me time for myself, mm. whether it's turning off the phone, listening to music, going for a walk, or just spending a day vegging and binging something on Netflix that I've wanted to, to do. I think it's, it's important also to be able to communicate to clients when you're not available mm. and to say, because my own compassion and empathy with bereavement has come from my own specific challenges. If there's a day or days where my own losses are hitting me front and center, I need to be able to say to somebody, I'm not a position to listen at this point. Fallon, do you have anything to add? From a perspective of someone being in college, for example, you're going through a lot of changes. You're going through a lot of different situations and it can be really hard, especially with my cohort and going through COVID, there was a lot of things that were heavy. And a lot of my friends came to me for support and advice. And I'm always flattered when people come to me for help because I feel important. But I also got to keep in mind that like I'm a human too, and I have issues as well. So if I'm sensing that it's only one sided, then at that point, I need to reevaluate the situation. Do I really want this person in my life? But I've come to find friends now that are really good at supporting me and I support them. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.